Hi, this is David Mish. I'm a screenwriter. I wrote for Mork and Mindy, The Muppets Take Manhattan, and Saturday Night Live. And you're listening to the Then Is Now podcast. Rise and shine, my sinners. When Father Evil starts his day, he gets a little deadly. Deadly Grounds Coffee has the richest, smoothest flavor you'll find anywhere. It's sinfully delicious. Once you go deadly, you never go back. Order yours at GetDeadly.com. Coffee's so good, it's scary. What kind of a sick school is this? Things are afoot at the Circle K. You're gonna need a bigger boat. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. You got spunk. I hate spunk. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Oh, righty. How you doing? Back off, man. I'm a scientist. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Stand off of my little friend. I love to celebrate from in the morning. What are you people? On dope? Stop whining. I got a crap on deck that can choke a donkey. <laughs> Who is your daddy? I'm sorry, but all questions must be submitted in writing. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Can I do that? I'll be back. A Daniel Man! Show me the money! Don't! Up your nose when you have a home. A what? I'm sailing! I'm sailing! You, you want the moon? Just say the word and I'll throw a lasso around it. Pull it down. Love means never having to say you're sorry. Here's looking at you, kid. We got no food. We got no jobs. Our pets' heads are falling off. Go to the coast. We get together. Have a few laughs. Hear that, Elizabeth? I'm coming to join you, honey. I'm not a doctor, but I play one on TV. I love it when a plan comes together. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Put it up to 11. 11, exactly. One louder. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to 11. We're on a mission from God. Hello and welcome to Then Is Now Podcast. I am your host, Rigor. The other day we did our first live video in which we made some major announcements about some great things that are going on here with the show. To that end, we wanted to make sure that all our listeners got to at least hear it, so we're presenting it to you today in an audio format. Sometimes it's easier to listen to an audio podcast while you're doing stuff rather than watching a video, so we're putting it here for your convenience. Now, there are points where we refer to slides, but I think we describe things well enough for you that you don't necessarily have to see it while you're listening. Plus, we give out the links to the things that we talked about so you can go to whichever link you want and see for yourself. We also had a special surprise guest star who showed up during the live stream. I should mention that we went live on both Facebook and YouTube, but for some reason the Facebook stream shut down about a minute into it, so uh, even though I tested them both the day before. And since it was our first show, there were a few goofs, but they made for great entertainment. So sit back, relax, and enjoy our entertaining discussion. Class is in session. I have a 
bad feeling about this. How could I possibly be expected to handle school on a day like this? Hey, you in my class? I am today. I think you should consider transferring to shock class. Whoa, whoa! Now, now, very few students are severely injured in shock class. Bueller. When you were in school. Bueller. Did you ever cut class? Bueller. Yeah, I guess I did. Sure, most kids cut classes. Good, sign this. Um, he's sick. I get so lonely when I hear that third attendance bell ring and all my kids are not here. Seven years of college down the drain. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. You lack discipline. As long as I'm here, there will be no grades or gold stars or demerits. We're gonna have recess all the time. Woo! Go, play and have fun now! Listening to stuff has never been so enjoyable. If you had the misfortune to have been born after 1990, then you missed out on a lot of cool stuff. Then is Now Podcast is here to remedy that. Join Rigor and his dedicated band of rotating hosts as they tackle pop culture of the past and how it relates today. From celebrity interviews to film and TV discussion and beyond, Then Is Now Podcast brings you up to speed on all the cool stuff that you should know about. Plus, the East meets the West. If you enjoy movies that have lots of shooting and fighting, then there's a whole world of films out there that you don't even know about. Join our hosts on a journey as they discuss the amazing kung fu films of the Shaw Brothers and western films made in Italy that have become known as Spaghetti Westerns. Action, adventure, kung fu fighting, both shows and more can be found at havenpodcasts.com. Warning may cause nostalgic feelings and eliminate boredom. Okay, folks, here we are, and uh, I just muted my camera again by accident. So welcome, welcome. Um, We've got this up on a a separate, uh, what do you call it? Oops, I'm looking for my notes here, but we've got this um, video special going. This is our first one. We are, well, this is our first one. So there's gonna be mistakes here and there. I apologize in advance. Um, So basically, you know, I'm sorry. Hold on. I have to get rid of this. Okay. A thing popped up and it it distracted me. So welcome to our first video ever. I am your host, Rigor, and this is Then Is Now podcast. Then Is Now is the show in which we discuss pop culture of the past and how it relates to the present. We also try to help people to bring young folk up to speed on all the cool stuff that they may have missed out on. Uh, That came from the fact that when my kids were born, I felt the need to bring them up to speed on everything. And you know what? When they went through school and high school, they got all the teacher's references. So I think it's really cool and really fun if you listen to Then Is Now podcast. Now, Then Is Now podcast is on all um, all the podcasting apps, as well as, you know, of course, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and our sister show, The East Meets the West. I'm sorry our award-winning sister show, The East Meets the West, is also on uh, all the podcasting apps. Um, And so if you could go there to wherever you download your apps from, especially iTunes, and leave them a great review if you're enjoying the show or shows, um, that would be helpful because, like, for example, iTunes doesn't put your show in the recommendations list until you get a certain amount of likes. So we really need to bump up those likes. Also on our YouTube page, if you're watching on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button and uh, the, the little bell 
right next to it. That way you'll get notifications whenever we post new videos. You can also visit our website, havenpodcast.com, where we've got both shows you can listen to there on the uh, on the website and we've got a lot of other fun stuff there we've got a lot of big announcements today and a surprise special guest that's going to join us a little later so uh let's get right into it okay now today i'm joined by my frequent guest co-host filmmaker chris asper glad to have you here today chris always glad to be back this is this is gonna be fun awesome awesome it's gonna be total fun um now before we get into things you've uh, got a lot of stuff going on with film festivals and stuff do you want to tell the audience about that Sure. So um, as of recently, uh, I did a short film last year during the, uh, it's so funny how this happened. I was supposed to be doing a short film in New York, New Jersey, something I wrote. I was very excited about it. Uh, then the pandemic hit and then my co-producer and I, we decided, yeah, we better push us back. So <laughs> needing, needing a creative outlet, I uh, started converting my family's home movies just for fun, something to do. Uh this is stuff I haven't seen in like 20 years or so. Uh, you know, me as a kid running around, frolicking, doing kid stuff. <laughs> and uh, so what's amazing is that uh, upon seeing this footage, I looked at it and I went, oh, there's a story here. So then it inspired me to make a documentary about home movies. Uh, got footage from other friends and uh, of their home movies. And I made this little short film called Yesteryear. And it's all about the value of home movies and the idea is to get that nostalgia upon watching it much like what we do here with this show. So, uh, I made, so that short film was playing at the Shaughnessy film festival in Massachusetts. Nice. That is a end of this month. And then I have a screenplay that I wrote. Actually the screenplay I wrote for the film I was going to do in Jersey that got in as well to the festival. So that's what I have going on. Excellent. Excellent. That's so cool. <clears throat> so I'm just wondering, I'm trying to make sure that the stream is going. I'm pretty sure I see it on YouTube and on Facebook, but it's, I don't know. I'm having trouble. I'm trying to do two things at once here, but Chris, I am so happy for you. That's so awesome. Thank you. Um, now let's see. So, you know, folks at the top of the show, I referred to Chris as my frequent guest co-host and you've been with me since October of 2020, right? Yep. We, we started, uh, you did a couple of the 13 days of Halitoba with me back then. Sure, yeah. And we went on from that and we started a series within the show where we try to teach young people or we try to help people get young people into watching horror movies. And we started with the Universal Classics. Um, what was the first one we covered? I believe the first one we covered was, um, I want to say it was... Uh, it was either demons, I want to say, or it was uh, something else entirely. No, that was in the thirteen days. But in oh, in the um, in the universal ones, we did all the Dracula movies. Yes, 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 yes. That's right. And then um, then we did the Mummy, and now coming yeah. up in October will be our third installment of that, which is going to be the um, Invisible Man films. So those were real fun. I really enjoyed you know revisiting those movies. I think some of them were new for you, right? Yeah, some of them were new for me, such as. Primarily the Mummy movies, they were very new for me. But like Invisible Man, I've seen, not the sequels, but I've seen the original uh, and a couple of others. But yeah, it's been nice to sort of go back, revisit, or in my case, experience uh, these for the first time. And what's really funny is that you talk about introducing young people to this. And you you could say I'm part of that generation because <laughs> I, I was born 89. <laughs> so right, right. just barely made it. 
Well, and you know, that's the thing, man, because, you know, we got to tell the audience, Chris and I have been, uh, we've come up with another series that we're working on and we've been working like crazy on it. We've been interviewing people and we are going to tell you about that a little bit later, but I just want to make the official announcement right here and now that Chris, well, uh, Chris has come on board as the official co-host, permanent co-host of Then Is Now podcast. So <laughs> you can take the accolades. It's no, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, man. So welcome aboard, Chris. I, uh, I'm oh, so happy to have you. you. You know, and it's funny because, uh, oh, hold on. I just check the stream here. Okay. Um, since the beginning, well, first of all, having you on the show is going to change the dynamic of the show in a, in a great way. You know, it's going to be, it's going to be so different than it was before. And I think having a conversation with someone is a much more interesting show than me just sitting there droning on about stupid crap, because I did a couple episodes by myself early on and they sucked. So having someone to talk to is so much better. Excuse me. And you know, we've been killing it with the guests and that we've been interviewing for our special series. So that's going to come up. Um, but the thing is, from the beginning, I've been wanting someone to join me on the show as a co-host who can talk the talk, who can talk pop culture, movies, TV, you know, what have you, any aspect of, of pop culture. And man, you fit the bill so well. You keep up with me. Um, if there's a guest or a topic that you don't know about, you do your due diligence and research. And, you know, that really shows through in the episodes that we've done, not just the universal ones, but people will see in our, our special upcoming episodes. So I just want to say, man, I'm so glad to have you on board. It's going to be so much fun. I appreciate that. Yeah. And the uh, feeling is mutual. You know, working together has been a blast. You know, your knowledge sort of uh, increases my own in a way, you know, makes me want to it gives me more of that thirst for knowledge, you know? Oh yeah. 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 Same here. You know? And it's, it's just funny because like, I don't know, things will pop up. I'll make a reference and you actually get the reference. And I'm like, <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, you know, early on being blown away by that. Right. Right. So, um, you know, now that we've got some episodes in the can, actually, I'm sorry, I misspoke. Uh, now, we still have some episodes in the can that you're not in, including um, a good percentage of our 13 days of, of Halotoba coming up, which I will talk about later on. Um, so I'm thinking your first official episode's probably not going to premiere till about November. Mm-hmm. So just to let everyone know, that's when that's going to happen. And um, okay, so first off, we have got a big announcement. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. It is our T public page. That's right. And I'm going to share that right here. And I'm just going to take my camera off. So folks at home, this is our T public page. I'm just going to scroll down and show you it's got our logo, which is the same as our website. But hey, you know, uh, economics, man. So we've right now, we've just got our three logos up. We've got the Then Is Now podcast, East Meets the West, and the Haven podcast's uh, official logo. But what's really cool, see how they're on T-shirts? Uh, along the side here, you can order all kinds of different things. You can get, you know, for example, you can get a curvy T-neck if you wanted, which hopefully that'll load soon. There we go. So that's a curvy T-neck <laughs> T-shirt, I should say, V-neck. <laughs> um, you know, they got tank tops. They got kids. They got onesies. 
You know, what parent wouldn't want to get their little kid in our apparel? See that? How cool is that? <laughs> I'll leave it up a little bit longer so people can gawk. And, um, you know, you've got everything from mugs to totes, pillowcases, phone cases. Here we go. Who wouldn't want a phone case with, uh, with our logos on it? And plus, we are going to add stuff to this all the time. Uh, there's going to be different images that you'll be able to choose from. And, um, you know, a little bit later on, you'll be able to get some uh, discounts. And we'll explain about that in just a little bit. So <clears throat> let me switch over to uh, our PowerPoint here. And I'll show you. Uh, oops, got to share that. Folks, we're new at this. So <laughs> if you want to get to our T public page, you can go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Haven podcasts, or you can go right to our website, havenpodcast.com. And while you're listening to one of our shows there, you can click on the shop at my store at T public link. And that's right on the web page there. And oops, that, oops, hold on. Stop share. I, I just blew it. <laughs> I think spoiler I alert. <laughs> I gave away our next big announcement. Uh, man, I told you people that anything could happen. If you saw the picture I posted on Facebook today, anything could happen. So um, basically, uh, our second big announcement that I hinted back at the top of this video that Chris and I have been working on is a new series called Then Is Now Filmmaker Series. And do you want to tell the folks what that's about, Chris? Sure. So we basically talk to directors, writers, producers, composers, special effects guys, basically anyone in the business of film and TV. And we get their insights in the process of making a movie or a great TV show. But my question to you is this, Rigar, how yes. can how can audience listen to these shows? Well, uh, I'll tell you in a second here. <laughs> they can go to Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> They could go to uh, uh, havenpodcast.com and click on our Patreon link, or you can go to patreon.com slash then is now podcast, and you can, uh, you know, check out a lot of cool stuff that we are going to explain to you. And let's give you, let's give the folks a little treat here. We're going to play a video for you, and this is from the uh, first guest who is in our filmmaker series that's on Patreon. So we're going to play this video and you enjoy it. Hey folks, Rigor here. Here's a clip from our brand new filmmakers series that we're doing for Then Is Now podcast. Each episode will have a writer, producer, director, composer, special effects guy, basically anybody who's worked behind the scenes in Hollywood. If you're a film and TV lover, then this series is a must as our guests have some of the most amazing, informative, and hilarious stories. This special series is available only on Patreon and you'll get a new show each month. So if you want to hear the full episode as well as getting cool swag and other fun stuff, please go to havenpodcasts.com and click on the Patreon link or go to patreon.com slash thenisnowpodcast. Now, on with the show. One other story was in one scene we had, oh, I know this all got started because I was going to say we, it was a terrible script and a terrible exploitative show and we thought we were going to be raked over the coals by our cohorts and it just, it was so humiliating to write this stupid sex bomb show uh, for Mork and Mindy. So we all worked as hard as we could and believe it or not, 
I am still proud of that script. Yes, it still has the sex things in it, but it's genuinely funny. Everyone on the show did a really good job because they were so terrified of being humiliated. <laughs> but anyway, one scene that I think was in the original that sort of made it to the final was that uh, she was going to torture him. How was she going to torture him? As all torture uh, happens, except maybe a Gitmo. I think they didn't do this a Gitmo, which is having a spa, a hot tub, and putting the man in it, and then having the sexiest woman on the planet rub him all over. <laughs> that was what it was. That was the torture. That's so hilarious. they played the scene. As I recall, we did have some funny lines in there to try to distract people from the horribleness of the whole thing. But anyway, it was over. <laughs> And Howard Storm, the director, said, okay, that's a wrap. Let's go to the next scene. And Robin called out. And he said, okay, out of the tub and let's go to the next scene. And Robin said, I'm afraid we can't do that right now. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, he was happy to see her, you know. He was. Very happy to see her. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest today, our special guest today, is a talented writer. He's a comedy writer. He's written for such amazing shows as Mork and Mindy and Police Squad and Duckman. And, uh, you know, he's just an all-around great guy. Mr. David Mish. Welcome, David. (laughs) Hello. Oh, man. Glad you could join us today. Yes. Uh, I'm happy to do so. I was just standing here doing nothing, just staring at the screen, uh, hoping something would happen. And it did. So it's like a miracle. God, I, I, I am hearing another audio feed. Oh, wait, I know what it is. You're watching it on, watching it on YouTube. So I'm turning it off. That's better. I feel like I'm having issue with it on Facebook, but I, I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah, yeah, I uh, am on Facebook and nothing. Yeah, it's not streaming on Facebook. Hmm. It looks like, but you know, you got fifty percent of your attempted uh, connection, so that's (laughs) it. Ain't half bad. If you were a baseball player, you'd be in the (laughs) Hall of Fame instantly. Yeah, that's so weird. But thanks for joining us, man. You know, we're we're just telling the audience that. Um, we're doing the special filmmaker series for Patreon where we talk to writers, directors, producers, all those guys. And, um, you know, yours is the first one up. Yours is the first episode. So people should get into Patreon and check it out, you know, because it's, we had so much fun. As I told you off mic, I had to split it into two episodes because we talked for almost three hours. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I, uh, I forgot that. Lucky I'm retired and have nothing to do. But anyway, uh, yeah, and they should really, aside from my brilliant conversation this very moment, it's, you know, you just have to prove that there's something great that's going to happen. So I can tell you a story. I was going to the grocery store yesterday and then decide, you know, we have enough food. So I didn't go. <laughs> more like that. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, Actually, just... I'm trying to remember one of my brushes with greatness. Oh, I can tell a story I didn't tell on the uh, podcast, if you want to hear. Please. Sure. This yeah, is not absolutely. anything to do with Mork and Mindy, but when I was about 10 or 11 years old, my parents took me and my brother to a uh, for a vacation in Florida at the Hotel Fountainblow, which at that time was the most famous hotel in, uh, in Miami Beach, I think. They shot movies there, and in fact, 
I was in a movie that was shot there. It's called uh, The Lady in Cement, starring Frank Sinatra and Raquel oh, yeah. Welch. And I yep. played two roles. I played 11-year-old boy sitting under diving board as establishing shot for the pool is huh. made. And I also played boy sit- 11-year-old boy sitting on beach as Frank Sinatra runs by, but runs by in such a way that he completely obscures 11-year-old boy sitting on the beach. <laughs> But the great, even a greater story is that um, one night, uh, Donald, my brother and I were bored and uh, we heard there was a dance for teens. So we went to it and it was boring. There were no girls. <laughs> so we went to the hotel, uh, uh, you know, shop and they had some comic books there. So we got some comic books. And Donald got a Three Stooges comic book, which I thought was pretty weird because we watched the Stooges. But I, I think like many people who watch the Stooges, we were hypnotized by the idea of three grown men acting like idiots. But we never actually laughed. It, it wasn't a matter of being funny. It was a matter of being, is this actually happening? Uh, anyways, we got the magazine. And uh, we go in the elevator and we're standing there facing forward as one does in the elevator. And a voice comes from behind us. I don't know how we got on and didn't notice there were two people already there, but I think probably our noses were in our books. And a voice comes from behind and below me, says, pretty good comic, eh, kid? (laughs) And we turn around and they're below us with his arm around a tall woman, meaning his arm was like this, was Mo Howard who, you know, was was short. He was like five, six, or he was shorter than us 11-year-old boys. And uh, so he said, pretty good comic book, eh, kids? And uh, we were both starstruck instantly. We turned to dust and and actually we turned to stone. And we couldn't (laughs) formulate any intelligent or unintelligent response until my brother, now a um, psychiatrist, uh, came up with this. He said, How's tricks? And then the door opened and they left. And for the next 20 or so years, I was able to torment him almost daily by saying, hey, Donald, how's tricks? Uh, That was our celebrity encounter. That's amazing. And you know, it's funny, uh, you mentioned the movie Lady in Cement, and I I don't love that movie. I think it's great, but I love the soundtrack. I've had the soundtrack for years. I, I haven't seen it since the first time it was on TV. It was uh, Dan Blocker was in that. Oh, yes, that's right. Haas. Haas Cartwright. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, just so you know, real quick, I'm putting the um, the YouTube link on Facebook here because apparently uh, our Facebook, it says it's streaming. It said it went live and yeah. uh, there's like a minute and a half there on Facebook. So I apologize to all the listeners who are freaking out because you're missing out on your then is now. And David Mish. For God's sakes, <laughs> I'm still not seeing. You know, I can be your your tech person here, and it's still not happening on Facebook that I can see. No, I'm I'm posting the. Uh, I just posted the link to YouTube. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd have to stop this stream, and it would interrupt the YouTube stream, which is working yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. So no problem. Hopefully, uh, hopefully people will get the hint. If I mean, it's just a matter of you know, I posted both links in the invite or whatever you call it, the event thing. So people should be able to figure it out if they're yeah, reasonably hopefully. intelligent. <laughs> oh, man. So, David, uh, what's been going on lately? Oh, nothing much. I, there was an election in California, I read. Um, yeah, I'm uh, actually the one of the shows I worked on, Duckman, 
uh, like so many shows, is, is attempting to reboot, and it's out to various uh, services at the moment, and we'll see if they respond. But uh, for the many of you who I'm sure remember Duckman, you know that Duckman was deliberately an awful, awful, I can't say human being, an awful creature. He was um, <laughs> a racist, sexist, um, any other wrist, really. <laughs> uh, he just was horrible, and that was the fun of it, because we didn't at least think we were racist or sexist, but we had great fun playing one on TV. So it was a, a really great, you know, it's basically the Archie Bunker pr principle on All in the Family, which is you mock someone by uh, portraying them uh, accurately and everyone sees how horrible they are and therefore you learn that's not a good way to be and right. also have a chuckles in the process but the problem is is that the world has moved on and even fake misogyny is not considered to be very much fun anymore so uh it's a real question whether Duckman will sell jason alexander who did the voice is wildly on board very very helpful to us he was always a huge fan he did another show at the same time. I can't remember what it was. I think Michael yeah. Richards was in it, something like that. But oh, yeah, I think anyway, so. Jerry I, I, I think maybe have... did well. Yeah, Jerry Seinfeld. That's right. I forgot. Oh, Jerry him. Seinfeld. I, I was mentioned Jerry Stiller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jerry Stiller was in it. Yeah, he was the big name, I think. Yeah. But in any case, yeah. uh, he came over after shooting that all day and for an, spent an hour and a half doing our uh, our show, and was always incredible, wonderful. Uh, and we also had Tim Curry, who sadly is no longer with us, but he played a, a recurring character named King Chicken. And uh, we had a huge, <laughs> great guest list. Um, ben Stiller did one of my shows and uh, uh, Heather Locklear, who was very big at the time. And yep. we didn't all come to all the recording sessions, but for some reason, everyone came to that recording <laughs> session. Also, King Cattrall who I oh, came wow. simply to lust over. And then it turned out, you know, because I was not a huge Sex and the City fan. She was a great actress. She was like mm -hmm. one of the few guest stars who came in completely prepared, meaning not only had she read the script, she had clearly worked out beats for the script, an arc for the character. And she, she did it great. So she was so good, I almost stopped staring at her lasciviously. <laughs> Didn't quite, but almost. And That's who were nice. some of the other? Oh, we had James Brown, who arrived wow. at the studio, which was on Highland Boulevard in Hollywood, which is a very, very busy street. And you had to make a left turn if you came from the direction he was coming to get into the studio. And you may say, why is that relevant, Mr. Mish? And the reason is he evidently called up the LAPD and got a police escort so he wouldn't have trouble making the left turn. <laughs> He also came with two bodyguards and six six-foot-tall women. <laughs> he took me aside right before the recording session itself, and he said, and I'm going to do my best James Brown here, he said, David, he sounded exactly like me. Who knew? David, um, I'm interested in doing an animated show. Would you work on that? And I said, sure. Last I ever heard. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> it was exciting to have a – a legend in the studio. That's awesome. I That's think the amazing. show was called. Huh! Well, we did. <laughs> His bit was Duckman was being uh, was in a house and he was wanted by the police. And so they come there with a bullhorn and they say, 
Um, uh, Duckman come out and he isn't responding, so they give it the, the bullhorn to James Brown. And he goes, huh, Duckman, give yourself up, huh, Duckman, give yourself up. <laughs> and he did it great. Oh, that's amazing. That's funny. Wow. What was Tim Curry like? Oh, he was great. And I do have a great Tim, Tim Curry story. So unlike the Simpsons, we couldn't afford to bring the cast together. We just got them whenever they were available and they did their bit and then they left and they did it with no one else there. Right. But we did one episode that was sort of like a play. It was done real time and it was just four characters and we really wanted to get all four in the studio. But the last minute, one of them couldn't make it. Nancy Travis, who then uh, lately has been on Last Man Standing. Uh, but she's, again, a wonderful actress and gorgeous. Uh, anyway, <laughs> she uh, couldn't make it that day. And we just had Jason and Tim and Greg Berger, who played another role, was wonderful. Anyway, um, so beforehand, just because it's polite to do, I went to Tim and I said, um, we only have three people here today. Would you like us to have the casting director read Nancy's part or should we just leave a gap? And when you come to her line, we skip over it. And he thought for a moment and said, does it affect my salary? <laughs> In other words, I don't give a shit. That's British for I don't give a right, shit. Right, right. Anyway, it was great. He said, uh, he told us that when the scripts came in, for Duckman, unlike, I guess, many of the other scripts he got, he and his assistant would battle over who got to read it first. <laughs> they would That's get awesome. into physical pushing matches. So that made us feel great. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's got to. So, folks, you know, I don't want to give too away from our, our official interview with David that we did, um, but I, I did wonder if you maybe had a, a Leslie Nielsen story to share with us. Mm. Well, the main thing, which everyone in showbiz knows, and many people not in, but not all, Leslie was addicted to stupidity. Um, and, uh, you know, he I think he was long before he ever became a, a comedy actor in his long dramatic career, 30 or 40 years. But then when he switched to comedy later in his life, starting with Airplane and then mo uh, with Police Squad, which is the show not unlike Airplane that we did. Uh, a few episodes for for ABC many a year ago, but I think they're all available on YouTube. Anyway, so I met him and we we you know and, and I learned very quickly that when you shake hands with Leslie, you get a joy. It's a joy buzzer, and uh, and then <laughs> you know there's a winter hand. And then anytime you sit in a room where Leslie Nielsen has been, there's a whoopee cushion under your ass. He <laughs> whoopee cushion where someone was going to sit. And he laughed and laughed at the joy buzzer and the whoopee cushion. They were the funniest <laughs> things ever. The fat and everyone, of course, who experienced them went like this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're not actually funny. Uh. <laughs> For Leslie, they were. So that was him. But he was great on the show. He he did he did everything great, and he got I guess near instantaneously the idea. The ZAZ, uh, Zucker, Abram, Zucker, the writers and directors and producers had with Airplane, which is it's only funny if you take it seriously. You, right. If you try to make it funny, it isn't funny. Hmm. And he got it and he did it great. Don't call me Shirley. Right. 
his famous line <laughs> and uh, he did it brilliantly and he did them all brilliantly and it was interesting on the series because we would get top di directors joe dante did one and, mm. um and and some really good actors and some of them got it and some of them didn't some of them tried to play the comedy and they had to be quickly disabused of that <laughs> <laughs> oh man did you ever get to meet um i forget the actor's name the guy that played the shoeshine guy I know we talked about. Oh, yeah, I, you show, know, but... I don't think I ever talked with him. That's a a, a fine story uh, about how stupid I am. Uh, I was. We were talking in the very early days about it, and I said, "You know, this shoeshine boy. It's a great gag. I love it." But then it's in every episode, and everyone will know it's coming, and they already get it. I, it feels like it's just going to be repetitious, and it won't be funny. And they said, no, nah, we think it'll work. And to this day, it's one of the things people, when I mention I'm on police squad, Johnny the Shoe Shine Boy, that's the right. greatest thing. I love it. <laughs> so fuck me. <laughs> oh, man, that's so funny. So, yeah, you know, you worked on a lot of stuff. You even did the um, the Great Muppet Caper. You did. You basically no, 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 no. Muppet State Manhattan. Muppet State Manhattan. I'm sorry. I missed I really love the Great Muppet. <laughs> yes. Very good movie. Yeah. I actually like it more than the Bubba Steak Manhattan. <laughs> I was, Frank and I had a little disagreement. I talk about this in the interview where yeah. he wanted it to be have a lot of heart and I wanted it to have a lot of silly. Mm. And he was the director, so that's that. And a lot of my silly, all pretty much all my silly bits didn't make it into the movie. <laughs> uh, afterwards, a, a couple of years later, he said to me that uh, he thought maybe there, it should have been a little more deliberately funny in places right. but it, right. many people just love the movie and i couldn't be oh, happier yeah. Yeah. it's just not it's not ironically as directly up my alley as uh, muppet caper was right <laughs> right right <laughs> so they've been trying to bring them up it's back quite a bit off and on over the last decade or so Some you, success yeah do you think you'd ever jump on board if you were asked i tried they didn't have me uh i think i was too old for them but um <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched a little of the new series. What was it? Three, four, five years ago. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I yeah. knew, of course, it's all without Jim, Jim Henson, which right. it, it was tricky, but not impossible. And then the first Muppet movie, I thought the first new Muppet, right. Muppet movie with um, Jason Sudeikis. Jason no. Siegel. Jason Siegel. Jason yeah. Siegel. yeah. Um, I thought it was good. Uh, mm -hmm. Not great, but good. And the second one, not so good. Yeah, uh, and I think the franchise re-died, uh, and it will take <laughs> an at this point. But uh, it, they, you know, they're iconic, and uh, hopefully they'll live forever from what they already did, which was you know 20, 25 years of material, and they may well come back again. But you know, without Jim and Frank, because Frank left a number of years ago too to be a, a absolutely spectacular movie director, uh, and without them, I think it maybe some of the spark is not there yeah yeah I yeah agree. but who knows you know people you can find spark in a lot of places so yeah exactly prepare for a spine tingling nerve shattering podcast featuring all your favorite monsters you won't believe your ears when you listen to monster, monster kid, kid radio, radio. hear your host derek m cook and his ever-rotating stable of guests discuss your favorite classic and sometimes not-so-classic monster movies. 
Subscribe to Monster Kid Radio through iTunes or Stitcher. Or visit monsterkidradio.net before the next weekly episode of Monster, Monster Kid, Kid Radio. Go through the archives for interviews with Sarah Karloff, Victoria Price, and Joel Hodgson. Listen to discussions about movies like Creature from the Black Lagoon, Island of Terror, and King Kong. And don't forget convention coverage from Monster Bash and the HP Lovecraft Film Festival. Classic Monsters. Modern Talk. And the head of Rondo Hatton. Only on Monster, Monster Kid Radio! Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello, this is Rod Barnett. I'm the host of The Bloody Pit the podcast that examines films from across the decades. On The Bloody Pit, we have several ongoing series of shows within the show focused on specific things in genre cinema that I and my co-hosts find fascinating. There's a long-running series focused on Italian maestro Antonio Margheriti's films from the 1960s all the way up through 1990. There's an on-again, off-again series focused on 1970s science fiction films. There's an in-depth look at the Western movies that William Castle made before he struck out on his own and became the horror auteur that we know and love. A look at the classic Coffin Joe films from Brazil. And our long-term project to look at every universal horror film made in the 1940s. That's a long project, people. It's going to take us a long time. Sprinkled in amongst those are various other episodes focused on other stranger areas of cinema, like uh, Lucio Fulci, Dario Argento, and even some obscure British crime films from time to time. So join me and my rotating crew of co-hosts as we examine the stranger side of cinema through an exploitation lens. Except when we don't? Yeah, you never really know exactly what to expect on The Bloody Pit. So join me for The Bloody Pit. Well, speaking of Spark, I wanted to cut over here for a little bit and tell our audience about our Patreon that we've got going on. Do you want to hang around, David, and maybe you can poke fun at it and... Maybe it'll it'll jog your memory on some funny Patreon, stories. Patreon, that's stupid. That's the kind of satire I'm into. Um, yeah, maybe I'll uh, turn off my uh, camera and just hurl occasional insults from the side. Cool, cool. This shouldn't take okay. us too long. Uh, so, folks, if you're willing to donate uh, a small amount of money each month, you're going to get some fabulous stuff. Um, I, I sound like I'm, I'm on PBS, shilling for money. <laughs> And viewers like you. And viewers like you. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. I want my Doctor Who, okay? I want my British comedies. <laughs> so there's four levels to this, and I'm going to cut over to the slideshow here that I already ruined the surprise on. Um, and I'm going to mute my own camera here. And then, okay. 
So we've got, um, we've told you already, if you go to havenpodcast.com or patreon.com slash then is now podcast, um, we've got four tiers and the first tier is the vinyl record level. So Chris, do you want to tell us about that? For three bucks, you will be listed as co-executive producer on the show. And each month your name will be published in the list on our website, in our monthly newsletter, and as a thank you on our social media. And you'll get a free copy of the collected Lawrence Welk albums. Okay, so <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. We have, we have no rights to the Lawrence Welk property. Um, so tier two is five bucks, and that's the drive-in theater level. And hold on, let me switch the slide here. And you'll get everything from tier one. Plus, you receive our new monthly special PDF newsletter about all about our shows and updates on pop culture. It's going to contain short articles about all aspects of pop culture, what's going on in the world in terms of pop culture, and most likely retrospects on cool stuff that we, can, that we grew up with, as well as spotlights on other podcasts, you know, all kinds of stuff, horror hosts, you name it, we'll be covering it throughout the year. Um, in addition, uh, you'll also have the ability to submit suggestions for to show topics and or guests that you'd like us to try the um, to try to book on the show. And if your topic is discussed or the guest you suggested is booked, if they agree to actually come on this nickel and dime show, um, we'll give you a shout out on that episode. Plus, you'll get a 10% coupon code for our T Public page. And then let's switch over here to the third level. Now that's. Please. The third level, that is our Fonzie level. It's a VIP for a donation of $10. On the Fonzie level, you get everything from level one and two, plus the following. Uh, that is now sticker, access to our special filmmaker series episodes, which are exclusively only for our Patreon subscribers. You know, when we originally planned to release... Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. <clears throat> So, uh, since we have so many episodes in the can and we are continuing to book guests, we might end up posting more than once per month. So you'll get some great value here. Then pop the question. Since the show is about pop culture and all guests have some pop culture reference and relevance, we will post the names of upcoming guests and you can send us up to two questions for them. If your question is chosen, your name will be mentioned when we ask it. Now we already got nine in the can, but you'll also post upcoming guests uh and our regular show you can submit questions to and every other month your name will be entered into a drawing to receive a free mug also 20 percent coupon code at t public awesome awesome and then we'll go over here to tier four which is the superhero level it makes you an ultra vip and at the ultra vip level you get everything from the first three levels plus uh you're gonna get a cool item quarterly that means every three months you get one of four items it could be a mug a neck goiter i mean a neck gator a t-shirt a tote bag plus 30 percent coupon code for t public so it's like you get four presents to yourself all year long and what's cool is we'll be adding a discord server in the future um we've got all kinds of things that we're going to add on but i did want to mention that the um uh, and let's see if I have it. Oh, here we go. This is actually, let's show you guys these here. Uh, let's show everyone these items first. English, please. <laughs> um, we've got mugs, lots of mugs. You can slap our logo 
Well, you're going to get these logos. If you went to Tee Public and got a mug, you could pick the logo. But you're going to get what Patreon picks for you. But it's free. You get it after three months. Then you get um, these neck gators. I, where did they come up with that name, Gator? I, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they were called that until I went to choose them for the for the Patreon. Page. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what the hell is a Gator? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just hoping that that blonde chick comes with it when you get it in the mail. Right? So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then look at this. You can use it to tie your hair off. I guess I I would have never thought of that. Can you even see the logo in that? I mean, <laughs> exactly. What's the, that's the point. Well, you, you get the comfort of knowing that that is now there. podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. is tying your hair off. It's tying your hair off. Yes. <laughs> and then we've got, um, uh, oh, T-shirts, of course. And look at those people. Look at how happy they are. That's what Haven Podcast does. They it are brings, happy listeners. Yes. We bring joy to the world with our shows. <laughs> so... <laughs> um so yeah so let's uh let's switch back here uh, oh wait oh i have one more item the totes i forgot about that you can carry a tote even if you have only half a head you can get one of our cool tote bags and uh i i really like that they put they pick that logo to go in the tote because it kind of fills it up nicely you know do you have it up i can't see it oh you can't see oh did i did i take it off uh Hold on. <laughs> I accidentally took us off. All right, there we go. There How we about are. that? There we go. So, like I said, if you have half a head, <laughs> you can have a tote. <laughs> and it's got this one's got both of our shows on there. The uh, then is now podcast and the East the meat the East the meats of the West. Uh, where we talk about the spaghetti westerns. <laughs> so. Uh, that's basically it. I'm going to switch back to live and cause you know, we know exactly what we're doing here in, uh, you know, at the thing. Oh, you know what? I'm going to go back. I'm sorry. I'm going to go back one more time to share this slide. I didn't want to give away a slide if I but wait, there's more, but wait, there's more. The yes. T public coupon codes are only good until the end of this year, 2021. If T Public already has a sale going on, you can't use the code. But there's still three months left in this year, and uh, we'll we'll have new coupon codes for you next month, next year. So if you stick with Patreon, you can get some pretty good discount and get some cool merch. And I think it works not just for our stuff, but you can use it all over the website, right, Chris? Yes. Yeah. Yes, you can. So I think that's that's pretty damn cool, if you yeah. ask me. And um, I know I had something else I was going to say, but I forgot what it was. So let's move on. We'll go back to uh, us and I'll get my camera back up here. I, I assure you, folks, we actually do know what we're doing here. So, um, oh, that. No, I already said all that. <laughs> so, David, what did you think of our uh, our four tiers of Patreon? Let's hear the insults. Yeah. <laughs> We're a hockey well, puck, I think right? uh, one. Where am I? Uh, one second. There I am. Uh, I think it would have been better with five, but you know, sure, go with four. <laughs> My uh, daughter's on Patreon. She's an opera singer, and uh, she uh, she and her partner do uh, operas uh, 
more or less monthly, uh, uh, just two people. It, 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 it's still pandemic related. So they're right. locked in a room, but they bought a bunch of equipment and uh, have been doing really great. And I think a, a modest uh, uh, number of people watching. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's a nice uh, addendum to one's uh, income, if I can use that word. And yeah. uh, I wish you luck with it. Uh, it's, uh, I, I meant uh, to ask, you're on a Discord server now? That's no, not, not yet. <laughs> We're going to be doing be that in a few months. Right. But that isn't that the, the right wing thing or am I mistaken? I don't think it's political at all. It's for kids who oh. like to play video games, but it's a okay. kind of a community thing. OK, I, I'm sure there's. Well, I'm thinking of something else, I guess. Anyway, yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know which one you're thinking of. It's the one that all they all jumped over to after they got kicked yeah. off of Twitter or something. Yeah, yeah no, I that's not Discord. The same name, but it's a different thing, I guess. Yeah, Discord is is. Um, like there's other podcasts that I listen to that have that belong to a network and all their shows have like a page on it and there's all kinds of conversations going on. And you're talking about whatever the shows are talking about, you know? Yeah. Okay. That's good. So, um, <laughs> no. All right, David, I got to ask you, seems like you're familiar with Patreon. Our goal is to try and get a thousand subscribers by the end of the year. Do you think that's too lofty? Uh, not if you count each subscriber as 10. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that should be relatively easy. No, I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it really depends how many people you got now. I mean, there are not a huge number watching this particular moment in time. Right. So uh, let me see. What is it now? Sure. Make us feel. Yeah, we, have, <laughs> we have two and one of them you is me. Two. Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, you we are recording this. 1,499 more in order to <laughs> meet your goal. And that would assume they all would pay a monthly fee, which might not be true. But with incredible interviews like mine and my friend Ed Sherlock, who was uh, mm -hmm. one of the producers of Mork and Mindy, and uh, Bruce, By Bruce, Bruce, <laughs> Bruce <laughs> Boxleitner, Bruce Botleitner, I wanted to Bruce. say. Was, anyway, but, and uh, Larry Mathers and such. Uh, Jerry Mathers. Ooh. Yeah. Anyway, um, you uh, you may well have a shot. So I, I certainly wish you luck and the best. Well, thank you, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, we wanted. Oh, go ahead, Chris. Oh no, no, that's <laughs> I was just gonna say we um, some of the people we've had on besides Jerry yourself and Ed Charlock, we've had Eddie Yang, uh, director Fred Olin Ray, John Masari, who he did the music for uh, Killer Clowns from Out of Space, right, Chris? Yep, Killer Clowns yep. and Wizard of I gotta break in with Fred Olin Ray. I watched his movies because I was a degenerate young man. Uh, and, uh, it, you know, they were shot for, I think, over uh, 10 or $12 per movie. Uh, and uh, given that budget, he uh, he did quite a job. So he's, old, he's uh, alive, but I'm guessing he's fairly elderly. He didn't seem it. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, okay, maybe. <laughs> cool. I think his first what Chris? I, he's been doing this for a while, yeah. But I think his yeah. first movie—I think his first movie was in like the early '80s. I want to say. I was going to say early, like '78. Oh, '78. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it was like the Alien Factor. I want to say was the first. Yes. And, yeah, yeah. And okay. even then, he had already been an actor for a number of years. So I'm guessing he was at least in his late 20s or 30s. So it's difficult right. to keep films in your 70s. 
but uh, hey, do you know is he still working is he still yeah. getting oh yeah oh yeah still oh, very much working yeah. he kind of switched over he's doing like um oh uh, was it like hallmark channel christmas movies or something yeah oh he been, okay he, he, oddly enough he even did one with chevy chase i remember a few a few christmases ago uh my father had on hallmark channel when i was over the house and uh I see Chevy Chase. I'm like, what the hell is he doing at a Christmas movie? And then I see the credits come up directed by Fred Olin Ray. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Okay. <laughs> I had no idea Chevy did a Hallmark movie. I'm astonished. Yeah. And, you know, after Community, which was a mixed experience pretty famously, uh, he did not get along with the, with the rest of the cast and crew, nor they him. Uh, nonetheless, he did a great job on the show, and I would have thought that would have made his star rise a bit. But if he's doing Hallmark movies, not the right. The rise was not huge. I worked with Chevy um, briefly because, and this is not in the interview. I did a. Um, I wrote a script for Warner Brothers, which they loved, and it was called "Girl Grabbers from Outer Space." It was essentially a comedy version of Mars Needs Women. I still love it. Wonderful script. Anyway, uh, at that time, Chevy Chase was the biggest comedy star in the world. Mm -hmm. And uh, they sent it to him and he loved it. And he and I uh, worked together for a little bit. I went over to his house and the schmooze, nice guy. But then his manager and my producer had a big fight and the whole thing fell apart. Uh -huh. But anyway, Ian, you know, there are a million ways to not get your movie made. And pretty much only one to get it made, which That's is right. <laughs> I looked it up. Fred Olin Ray is 67 years old. He's younger oh. than me. I'm oh. horrified. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Uh, anyway, he's still working. And does it say the Hallmark movie there? Uh, well, let me switch back over to it. Whoopsie. Um, he's got a bunch of them. He's still doing them. He's got... Uh, uh, the last one was The Killer in My Backyard, but before that was A Royal Christmas Engagement. But those uh, are all Hallmark movies. I think so. Was it Hallmark or what's the? It was Hallmark. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or Lifetime, yeah. something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But because back in the eighties, nineties, he did mostly quasi exploitation films. That oh yeah. Were sort of girls and guns kind of things. The girl from Bikini, Super Ninja Doll, Bewitched Housewives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then he also did like Tomb of the Werewolf and The Legend of William Tell. You know. Huh. So, well, David, thank you so much for joining us. It was such a pleasure. And I, I know when people see this in the in the record version, <laughs> they'll really love you. <laughs> and, you know, we may double or even triple our audience that way. So exactly. That's, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> we might get all 12. All righty. Great seeing you guys and yes. good luck with everything. Thank awesome. you. Thanks a lot, man. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. All right. So um, just to finish off the list of people we've got, we said yes. John Masari, yep. Steve Wilson. Mm -hmm. And which was Steve Wilson? Steve Wilson, he was a screenwriter. He had written um, Tremors. Uh, That's right. It's four sequels. Uh, well, yep. four of the sequels. He didn't do the last two, unfortunately. Right. Uh, <laughs> he co wrote those with uh, Brett Maddock. Oh, they, the two of them also wrote Short Circuit 1 and 2. That's right. Barry's Barry's not included. Yeah. Um, they did a little bit of work on Land, Land Before Time. Uh, infamously, they also worked on Ghost Dead and Wild Wild West. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So that, that was an interesting interview. I Very just for some reason blanked on his name. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, he we also Trent Harris. S.S. Wilson, yeah. Yeah. Trent Harris, who you could tell us about him too. 
Yeah, so Trent Harris is an independent underground filmmaker who is probably most well known for the film The Beaver Trilogy, which are three separate short films, uh, all of which essentially have the same story. One is a documentary and the other two are fictional stories of the same exact thing. It's very surreal when you watch all three together. Uh, And it chronicles the life of the beaver kid who was this interesting lack of a better word, person, uh, character, or person, who yeah, who, uh, who would do an act where he would dress as Olivia Newton-John, would call himself Olivia Newton-John, and, uh, and sing one of her famous songs. Uh, and of course, at the time he did it, this is the late 70s, uh, he was met with a lot of controversy about it because he was basically dressing in drag. Uh, of course, it was yeah. a different, different time. But so watching those films now, it's amazing. You're watching it with a 2021 perspective uh, and more, you know, because I'm sure people back then who watch it now are probably a lot more open-minded, I'm sure, about, uh, you know, doing that. But it, it was funny. It was a brilliant act, I, I thought. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he was he was a great interview. Yeah. Um, then we also have Jacob Brillar and David Jingo, who made a film called Unblinded, which is on Amazon. And uh, we did actually, Chris, I already apologized to you in person. Um, <laughs> I did one without you. It, I was talking to this one guest that hasn't come up yet on the regular show, and we ended up doing a whole sh- a whole show on Ray Dennis Steckler, who is also known for his um, uh, exploitation films. And he is no longer with us, so it was kind of a right. retrospective kind of thing. Mm. So let's wrap this up pretty soon. Um, I know that uh, we've been here for almost an hour um coming up we've got 13 days of hallotober which last year we did um the uh scariest movies of all time and this year the theme is uh modern zombie films meaning not the older like bella lugosi voodoo zombies but these are the films that came after george romero's 1968 night of the living dead in which he set up all the rules for modern zombies and so these are films that have come since then uh since then we're covering things like like modern ones like army of the dead or Shaun of the dead but we've been going back further um so that's going to be fun it's the last 13 days of october there'll be an episode every day and a different movie every day and it's going to be wicked fun mm. um what's oh tell them about our um our next thing yeah so we got uh that is now hollywood stories which is a video series where we talk to guests such as David Mish, uh, and they tell us about their funniest and most interesting stories, particularly from old Hollywood. These will be short videos that will hopefully come out weekly, probably like five-minute videos, and they'll be incredibly fun and fascinating. Uh, They'll be available to the general public. Yep, yep, and they're short and sweet. They're not like Mm -hmm. our two-and-a-half-hour-long episodes. Right, (laughs) although those are great, too. (laughs) Yeah, and I'd love to build the audience and do more live shows like this. Uh, Maybe we can get a guest on once in a while you know mm-hmm. um we've also got a series on our website called uh cinema enigmatico which i think i've only done like two of them um it's italian for obscure movies and i have a, a handful in the can that i want to start doing and i want to i'd like to do more of those moving forward so we'll figure that out um oh and i got some silly ideas for videos but i'm not going to tell anyone yet <laughs> <laughs> And then the last thing I wanted to get to is um, if you don't, folks don't know what uh, 
uh, right now, I'm sorry, I was looking at uh, switching it up. We've got, we've also got uh, what's called the Retro TV Guide and Vintage Movie Ads page. And basically, I'm going to call that up here so you guys can see it. And it's on Facebook. And I'm going to mute my camera here. And give it a second to load. Okay, so basically, I scan in TV guides because I have all the time in the world to do all this stuff. So <laughs> I scan in TV guides and uh, vintage movie newspaper ads, which for those young folk at home, when a movie came out in the past, they would put an ad for it in the movie section of something called a newspaper. It's this thing made out of paper that would tell you news. And you're gonna you have to, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to fill me in on that. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you youngins, get off my lawn. Right? <laughs> uh, get off my virtual lawn. <laughs> so I'm just scrolling through the page here beyond all the blah 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 to show you the kind of stuff that we post. Uh like I post TV guide pictures. Come on, you can come up. That's the computer's running slow. It's getting tired. It's been a long night. Uh so this this will bring you back to this old thing called the TV guide and it would show you everything on all the channels in your local area from you know 4 a.m. one day till 4 a.m. the next day and uh, TV guide was fun so I think I think older people really get a kick out of this there's a lot of a um, lot of talking got a lot of discussion going on like this was an ad for a movie with uh, Sam Elliott and Catherine Ross called uh, the Legend of Maggie Walsh, which I actually never heard of. Mm. It was a TV movie. Mm. And then, um, oh, yeah, for cable subscriber, cable TV subscribers only, Creature Double Features, Saturdays at 1 p.m., only on cable channel 56. So that was a Boston special. But that was from a main newspaper. Oh, I also post um, our Venice Now episodes on the Retro TV Guide and ads page. So it's a lot of fun. So check that out. We love to build up our followers. Look at this one. I posted an article. Theater owner is sentenced to prison because he so showed the sex, the sex film, The Devil and Miss Jones, and they found, <laughs> they found it obscene. And I love how they say an all-male jury found the sex film, <laughs> Devil and Miss Jones, obscene. What's wrong with those guys? Yeah, right? He got... What did he get? The jury which viewed the film during the course of the three-day trial. <laughs> what? How many times they watched it? <laughs> they deliberated for about three hours, probably watching it once again. Right. Um, and then they basically slapped a three thousand fine on him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so stupid. So let's see if I can just scroll real quick. I hope this is not going too fast for people. So here I've got another TV guide ad here, and it has Abbott and Costello go to Mars on Boston's Channel Thirty-Eight, and after that fantastic voyage so a lot of fun stuff a lot of people will post stuff on here as well which is kind of cool and um yeah so that's what i got uh we got going on over at uh uh what is it called facebook, facebook. <laughs> that thing that we're not on right now <laughs> uh, no kidding yeah oh my god oh man i'm just so embarrassed but uh. So let's wrap this up unless there's anything else you want to talk about. Um, no, I mean, this has been a blast. Yeah, 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 it's been so much fun. So, folks, please check out our website at havenpodcast.com. You know, you can look us up on Facebook, as I mentioned, even if the videos don't work all the time. <laughs> We've got a group and a page. 
Uh, we're on Twitter. We're on YouTube. So check out our YouTube page, uh, which we know that worked. So yeah. you need to subscribe to YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> when in doubt, YouTube it out. That's right. That's, That's right. Yeah. And where else is the show found, Chris? Uh, the show is also on uh, the big three podcasting apps, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Yep. As well as any podcasting app that you yes. have. Yep. Um, we're on there. And we just want to mention again, if you're listening to the podcast, whatever app you're using, in particular iTunes, please, if you like what you're hearing, give us a great review because the more good reviews we get, the the higher they'll put us up into the recommendation. So if someone types in something that's similar, they'll they'll see our show and we want to build the audience that way. So yeah, that's it. That's you know, it. thanks for joining me, Chris. Welcome aboard. Oh, thank you. And um, you know, let's spread the word. Yes. All right. Thank you everybody for joining us today. Take care. All right, take care. All right. Oops. Hold on. We're gonna let's do the 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 freeze frame like the end of uh yeah. Well, folks, we hope this episode was entertaining as well as informative for you. Please, if you're able to, join me in welcoming Chris on board as a full-time co-host. And don't forget to check out our new endeavors, TeePublic, at tpublic.com slash stores slash Haven Podcasts, and Patreon at patreon.com slash thenisnowpodcast. You can also find the links for those pages at our website, havenpodcasts.com, where you'll find a bunch of other cool stuff, including our sister show, The East Meets the West, in which we discuss Shaw Brothers films and spaghetti western movies. Don't forget to go wherever you download your podcast from, and if you like what you're hearing, please leave us a great review. The more reviews we get on those platforms, particularly iTunes, the more they'll put us in the recommendations, and other people will find the show. Check out our YouTube page at youtube.com slash user slash UncleDeath1 for more great videos and hopefully more live streams in the future. Please subscribe and check the little bell so you can receive notifications on all our latest videos. Then is Now Podcast is a proud member of the Dorkening Podcast Network, so please check them out at thedorkening.com. We also have a page and a group on Facebook, so please go there and search for Then Is Now Podcast to join in the community conversation. That's all the time we have today, folks. Class dismissed. Venice Now Podcast is intended for entertainment, educational, and informational purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during this podcast are the property of their copyright holders. All original content is copyright Jupiter Media.
For more shows like the one you just heard, check out the Dorkening Podcast Network at thedorkening.com.